Welcome back to the Bleach and Bothered podcast. My name is Layla Halbert and I'm your hostess with the mostest reporting post-quarantine phase two, baby. We are here. It has been a long three months, uh, pretty sure like 82 days if we want to get technical, something like that. Um, Before we get into this episode... Real quick, if you are not following me on Instagram or the podcast Instagram account, go ahead and do that. And if you are interested in buying merch, we still have a few t-shirts and a few sweatshirts. Um, Quantities are limited. uh, Sizes are running out. And whenever I sell everything I already have here, like left... Um, I will look into ordering some more merch. So if anybody wants a t-shirt or a sweatshirt, I think I have, I think I have small through extra large in the t-shirts and I think the sweatshirts, I have small, medium and maybe one extra large. I don't know. I'll have to look, but, um, the t-shirts run small, the sweatshirts run big. So if you're interested let me know. I'll hook you up. We got stickers too. Um, they're really fun. I'm probably, I want to get some more stickers made. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's that for housekeeping. Also, uh, you faithful listeners, uh, have noticed that this is the first podcast episode that has dropped in a while. It's been three weeks, um, during quarantine, I made the decision to only have a podcast come out every other week instead of every week just because I wasn't able to have guests other than my mom or whoever I live with. And I just didn't, I I mean, it was just all very stressful and I've kind of talked a little bit about that. But um, yeah, so during quarantine, we only did uh, bi-weekly episodes instead of every week. But now that we are in phase two and I am back to work, I can start having guests on the podcast again, which I'm so pumped about. It's always so much more fun having a guest to talk to. Um, But for today, since it's been three weeks since the last episode dropped, we are getting back onto our weekly uh, podcast episode uh, schedule and I just kind of thought that I I wanted to just kind of get on here and do one more solo episode to kind of just recap quarantine, kind of go over like everything that happened in my life, uh, some things that are happening in our country, all over the world, and kind of just like just do a quarantine overview, recap, whatever you want to call it, because honestly, uh, there's been a lot. There's been a lot that has happened. There's been a lot going on. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of like, it, it almost feels like closure. I mean, knock on wood that we don't have another, you know, lockdown anytime soon. Uh Hopefully, things will just keep getting better from here. But anyway, 
yeah, so that's kind of what I wanted to do today. Um, before I kind of start going through the timeline of just quarantine and everything that like the recap of my quarantine, whatever. Um, I do want to mention now, and I'll probably talk about it again once we get to the end of the episode, excuse me. Um, but I did want to mention and, and talk about really quick now that you guys are used to just the way things, I don't, okay, sorry. Let me try again. (laughs) This is like, it's a hard thing to talk about. So I feel like myself as just a human being, I'm, my, my goal is to always be learning, growing, evolving, um, staying open-minded. And sometimes when you're doing those things, it can feel really good and really positive. And sometimes it can feel really painful and difficult. And I'm kind of in a time of self-evolution that is more on the difficult and painful and, uh, you know, just a lot of uncomfortableness, anxiety, side of things. Um, Not to say that there hasn't been a lot of good as well, but that's just kind of where I'm at. And obviously what I'm talking about is um, everything that's been going on with this revolution that is happening right now with the Black Lives Matter movement um, and just all of all of the surrounding everything that surrounds that. Um, And I have just been doing a lot of thinking, a lot of learning, a lot of unlearning. And I don't think that I will ever be the same again. And I mean, I'm always going to be me. I'm always going to be opinionated and loud and, you know, entertaining and hopefully funny. I think I'm funny. I hope you guys think I'm funny. Um, (laughs) But, you know, things might look a little bit different or sound a little bit different on the podcast, um, on my Instagram from here on out. And I don't know, I think I'm kind of just, just being open to whatever that looks like. Um, and being a lot more intentional about standing up for racial equality and, and everything that goes with that. It's, it's, it's going to be something that I'm going to have a guest come on and we're going to kind of get into it in a lot more detail and, and have some conversations about, but I'm going to save that for, for then. But I did want to just kind of like mention that or bring it into the conversation just because, you know, that's why I didn't post a podcast episode last week was because I was muting my own content from June 1st to June 7th. Um, in order to be able to focus on amplifying black voices and sharing their content and and trying my best to listen 
Um, and so, you know, I don't know if I'm doing anything right or what, but I'm trying. I really am. And I don't need, I don't need any praise or recognition for that. That's not what I'm, that's not what I'm trying to accomplish here. I'm just, I just want to, I just always want to be open and honest and, uh, let everyone know that I, although I am opinionated and have very strong feelings about things, like I'm always the kind of person that you can talk to, um, to a certain extent, of course, I'm going to have boundaries. Like I'm not going to tolerate abuse from anybody, but conversations, even if they're difficult ones, um, even if we don't agree, as long as things stay respectful and, um, you know, there doesn't start to be name calling or anything like that. Like I am always open to hearing other people's perspectives even if they're vastly different than my own um, and having real conversations and hopefully, you know, learning from each other, growing all of that. Um, And I don't know if that has been reflected or not with the things that I've been posting on, you know, social media lately. I hope it has, but it's, it's just been a big, it's been, it's, I have had a 180 degree like turn in my own life with all of the things that my eyes have been open to that I just for I just am embarrassed to say I never really gave a lot of thought to before and I've talked about that a lot as well but anyway I just wanted to kind of put that out there and just say that you know things might start looking and sounding a little different on my end but I'm always going to be the same, you know, no bullshit, (laughs) you know, open book, funny, silly, whatever, bothered (laughs) Layla that I've always been. Um, But I also am going to talk about and stand up for the things I believe in. So I guess that's not really any different. Um, But yeah, so all right. Enough about that for now. We will definitely be talking about a lot more um, stuff with guests who are more qualified than I am to speak on those things. But for now, we are just going to go into a little quarantine recap. So uh, I am a hairdresser, as you as you know, and I kind of remember like conversations about this, you know, mysterious coronavirus starting around, I want to say January. And no one, at least nobody that I was surrounded by was really taking it seriously. Um, And then I remember in March, things kind of started seeming a little bit more serious. And then of course, you know, the second week of March was when pretty much everything got shut down um, restaurants, salons, all, you know, all the things, basically everything except for grocery stores, um, or essential businesses or whatever. And I've talked about that in other episodes, but, um, yeah. So I was at work the day they announced that everything was going to shut down. It was right before St. Patrick's day. Lennox was also in Arizona with his dad at the time, which was super stressful because I wasn't sure if they were going to make it back. Um, but they did. So that's kind of how it started. I was, you know, uh, 
I'm trying to figure out like how to like recap this whole like last three months that has happened without repeating myself too much for those of you who have listened to every episode of this podcast because I've talked about others like I've talked about a lot of this stuff in um some of the episodes during this quarantine but anyway that's how it started that was back in March can you guys believe that it has literally been a quarter of a year like three months that's a long time like the last time before this week that everything was quote-unquote normal and like nothing was closed down and nobody was wearing masks was it was still winter and now we're like basically in summer like we are in summer it's crazy like we just like skipped almost a whole season three months and now it's like by the time this episode comes out mid-june it's just insane and like 2020 is almost halfway over like how crazy is that anyway so I mean my quarantine personally you know at the very beginning I was like oh my gosh this is going to be horrible I'm going to be so bored like yeah I have a son but like what the heck am I going to do not working and it was just it kind of started out like okay I'm going to be productive I'm going to like be making makeup tutorials and doing and like working out all the time and taking Lennox to do, you know, go outside and cooking and all this stuff and kind of got that like that quarantine, like the quarantine crazy, like zoomies, you could call them and was doing all the things, downloaded TikTok, which is something I said I would never do. Um, <laughs> and that was kind of like just what the beginning of quarantine looked like. Um, and then fast forward to, let's see, I'm, I'm looking through my camera roll on my phone to kind of like remember everything that has happened in the last three months. Um, but yeah, so I mean, really nothing that eventful happen the rest of March other than what I've already talked about and you know I was for the first like four five six weeks of quarantine like I wasn't even like seeing my sister like I wasn't seeing anybody I was only with my family like maybe went on a walk with people like at a distance but like was really like strict about things because we were all freaked out about this virus, you know? So there wasn't a whole lot going on. Um, but as time went on, I kind of started like, I don't know, things started shifting. Like I wasn't as worried about like, I was kind of just focusing on just being a mom and keeping Lennox entertained and kind of just getting used to the new normal of quarantine, um, which was really difficult because I'm, I'm so used to being at work all day and I love working. So it took a long time to kind of transition from that to basically being a forced stay at home mom and props to the people who are stay at home moms by choice, because that shit is harder than any job I have ever worked and I love Lennox so much and I love spending so much time with him but I also love working which I think is totally okay 
And, you know, for me, it's all about having a balance of the two. Of course, I want to spend time with Lennox, but I also want to, you know, go to work and be around other people and adults and, and feel like I'm, you know, doing something and being productive and, you know, whatever. So it took a while to kind of shift my perspective and kind of just get used to the new normal. And of course, you know, they kept pushing back the the date. Like at first it was only supposed to be two weeks and then, okay, it's another two weeks and then, okay, now it's going to be a month. And after they kept pushing things back, I just, you know, I went through a time where I just felt really depressed and anxious and it was not, it was not a good time. Um, but things, things started to turn around, you know, the weather starts getting nicer and you kind of start getting used to being home and this and that and things really started to kind of turn around um i would say probably around april so like a month into quarantine um and still nothing really of note other than doing a lot of painting a lot of you know being a mom and getting outside, all of that. And then I'm trying to find here. Oh, and then I think something started, something started happening for me personally around like the third week of April, around the time where the podcast episode came out, where I, where I told my story um, about my experience with organized religion. And that, that really brought a lot out of me as far as opening up old wounds that I hadn't talked about in a long time and really opening myself up to, you know, that was, that was a really, it's still a big deal for me. It's all, I mean, it's out there for anyone to hear whenever, but specifically when that came out, that was a huge, huge deal for me and I don't think I've ever been that publicly vulnerable before and the response from that episode was incredible um and I think that was the point that I can remember during quarantine where I really started to kind of lean into just that introspection and and trying to kind of like get to know myself again I guess it's interesting and I mean of course it makes sense that you know because of quarantine everything's closed you're not supposed to be around other people your friends whatever life as you know it it will never be the same or isn't the same at all it's drastically different for most of us there's no sports. A lot of the TV shows we watch aren't being recorded. You know, it's basically, it basically, at least for me, my own experience forced me to kind of uh, just take a deeper look at my own life and just really start noticing things I didn't notice before. And, you know, fast forward to now with this, I mean, revolution, that's what it is that's going on. Like, the 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 divine timing of the fact that everything is closed down 
I mean, now things are starting to open up, but you know what I mean? Like everyone is, has got their attention mostly clear, you know, without all of these other extra distractions. And then this, I think that has, that I know I can only speak for myself, but I think that is how or why I have finally had my eyes opened to just the, the fact that, you know, I have lived my whole life not ever recognizing my privilege as a white person. And if we never would have had quarantine and everything, you know, a forced lockdown with nothing to do, quote unquote, you know, I don't know if it would have happened, which is just kind of crazy to think about. And like, I'm really, I apologize if this comes off as like insensitive or like frustrating for if there's uh, any black people or people of color listening, hearing me talk about this, because you obviously have been dealing with this your entire lives. And I've, I've gone on and on about how incredibly frustrating that must be and how I, I will never fully understand that. But I'm just, I, I have always, I've always tried to be the type of person who sees the silver lining in every situation or tries to find, you know, where there could be a positive outcome or whatever. And for me, you know, having my eyes open to this and being in a place where I am mentally, emotionally ready to take that much of a deeper look inside myself because of just how everything lined up is really, I mean, it had to have happened like that for, you know, or if if it hadn't happened that way, like, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, sorry. This is like, seriously, it's hard not to talk about because it's pretty much been the only thing on my mind the last, you know, few weeks. And I, I, yeah, I like find myself not being able to sleep at night and it's all I want to read about, talk about. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. So back to our little quarantine recap. So in, uh, the end of April, um, on a weekend that Lennox was at his dad's, we decided we, as in me and my best friend, we drove in separate cars with our dogs and we decided we were going to go do a little road trip, get out of town. At this point, we had been on lockdown for like five or six weeks and just needed to do something different. And she had never been to the Oregon coast. So um, we just got in our cars and we drove down to Portland And we actually, because all like campsites were closed, we actually camped in the back of our cars in one of my, my friend has a sister who lives in Portland who um, has a house with a driveway and we literally parked our cars in their driveway and camped in the back of our cars. Um, (laughs) That was a first for me. But yeah, we just spent the whole weekend just kind of driving down the coast and it was kind of surreal because a lot of the a lot of the beaches and and pull-offs like on the on the coastal highway were closed and so it was a little bit eerie and kind of strange but it was it was a really great weekend we had a lot of fun um and it was just nice to you know get out and do something you guys know me I like to travel and I'm always doing stuff so 
it just felt it felt really good for my soul um, to do that. And I'm getting emotional because what I'm about to talk about is just the fact that um, in hindsight's 2020, right? So I'm so happy. Guys, why do I have to cry in every episode? Jeez Louise. I'm so happy that we did that trip because that ended up being one of the last um, really fun adventures that I got to have with our dog Knox, who, if you don't know, I'm pretty sure everyone knows, we had to, um, we had to let him go. We had to rehome him. Um, I'll get to that later if you don't know why. But anyway, um, yeah, so that little that little trip in April to the Oregon coast, um, I took Knox and my friend took her two dogs and it was just, it was so much fun. And, you know, he was, I had, I had him since he was a puppy and he turns, uh, he turns eight next month. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking at these pictures from our trip and it was just so good. I'm so, so glad that, um, at the time, I didn't know it was going to be one of our last adventures together, but I'm so glad that um, we did that. Um, and that will be something that I will always remember really fondly. Um, I do wish I would have taken more pictures. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was so- that's something that I will... Um... God, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Um, that's something that I am going to really treasure, um, forever. So anyway, that was a pretty, uh, big moment in my quarantine. (laughs) Uh, so after that, man, after that was, um, let's see, that was the weekend of, April 25th and then I think it was only gosh it was only like a week or two after that maybe let's see yeah it was about wait I'm sorry. I'm like scrolling through to try to find. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was about, yeah, almost exactly two weeks after our trip to Oregon that the incident, oh God, deep breaths. Um, after our trip to the Oregon coast, it was about two weeks later that, um, there that was that the incident happened with Knox and Lennox um I don't want to go into too much detail about it because it's just really painful to talk about um but yeah Lennox we were all we were outside and Knox was being so sweet with him and um 
he was laying there and and Lennox, you know, he's two years old and he's a little bit wild and and Knox is just not really used to being around kids. I mean, he loved Lennox, but he always kind of just kept his distance. And um, Knox was just laying down and uh, Lennox went up behind him to give him a hug. And, uh, Knox tried to warn him, you know, gave him a growl, like, hey, I don't like that. And, you know, Lennox being a toddler, um, he didn't understand. And, and so Knox turned around and nipped him and, and got him in the ear. And, you know, it really could have been so much worse. And I'm thankful that it wasn't. But as soon as it happened, I just... I knew as soon as I knew Lennox was okay, um, I just knew that it wasn't going to be possible for us to um, keep Knox after that. And now, I mean, obviously you can tell I'm very emotional and it, I mean, that was truly one of the hardest things um, I have ever had to deal with, um, which right now in the climate we're in and everything going on in the world, it just seems so insignificant, but, um, yeah, I can't really, I can't help it, I can't help my emotions, um, but, yeah, so, um, that was another pretty major, um, thing that happened during quarantine, um, so, um, it happened actually the, like, I don't know, three days before Mother's Day, and we decided, so with the schedule I have with Lennox's dad, he just goes to his dad's every other weekend. And this year it happened to fall, like his weekend with his dad happened to fall on Mother's Day weekend. So uh, we decided, my parents, my sister and I decided we were going to get an Airbnb out of town just to kind of you know, that's what my mom and I wanted to do for Mother's Day was just go somewhere where we could, you know, rent a place that had a hot tub and a fire pit and kind of just all hang out together and just get out of town and feel like we were doing something fun. So we had already booked that. And then the incident happened with Lennox and Knox. And um, so Lennox went to his dad's that weekend and we tried for a few days to see if we could find uh, Knox a new home with somebody that we knew and so we were like okay we'll take the weekend to you know have one last um, weekend with him before <laughs> wow I'm this is oh god people are gonna like turn it off we don't want to hear her sob <laughs> um yeah, so we we got to have one last weekend with him all together before he went to um, wherever, whatever home he was going to go to. So um, Mother's Day weekend this year was very bittersweet um, in more ways than one. But I mean, what I sound like right now was basically how we all sounded the whole weekend. We we did have so much fun and it was so good um, to get out and all be together and uh, get to have that time with Knox. Uh, but yeah, it was it was really hard. 
it was a really hard weekend because we wanted to be happy and celebrating and um and we did but you know every time we looked at his cute little face you know just reminded of of what was you know gonna have to happen when we got home so uh yeah so that was really difficult but the trip was fun (laughs) we stayed at an airbnb in skycomish washington which is a really weird name but uh it's about it's on like the east like if you go east towards like leavenworth it's on we stayed like right off the highway it's like a very small little mountain town and it was really awesome we had we got perfect weather and it was just so nice to just relax and and get to you know spend time with my family uh so then when we got home uh we had reached out to a couple of different um places to try to figure out like where we were going to put Knox, we obviously we didn't want to send him to the Humane Society because, you know, we wanted to make sure that he was really going to go to a, a great home. And he's such a good dog. I mean, he's uneasy around kids, but he, I mean, he's very well trained. He's been extremely well taken care of his whole life. And we knew that he would make someone so happy. Um, even though it was really hard to make that choice. Um, so we did some research and found, uh, a place, um, called Rescued Hearts Northwest, uh, that, um, is kind of like, sort of like an alternative humane society type organization. Um, and we got into contact with, with one of their volunteers who, who, who basically offered to, be Knox's foster mom and she would then end up being the one who was in charge of um, sifting through applications to make sure that he went to a really good home. So so she came over to meet Knox and to take him and talk to us and stuff, which was another really difficult thing. And um, so, but we felt really good about it after we met her and uh, so, uh, yeah, so he left to go be with his foster family and she was constantly sending us updates and, uh, pictures and, and really like did a great job of keeping us in the know of everything that was going on, which made, made us feel really good and, um, really assured us that she didn't think it was going to be difficult to find him a home at all. So, um, I think he was, I think he only ended up being with her, with, um, his foster mom for, I mean, just a couple of weeks and he got adopted really quickly. Um, a really lovely, um, woman. She's, um, in her forties, um, not married, doesn't have any kids. She does have cats, which we were kind of nervous about. Um, but, they what they do when someone is you know interested in adopting they'll let they'll let a person if they think they're a good candidate do like a one week trial and go from there so she did her one week trial and everything went well and she just didn't and he just stayed so he he is in his forever home and um 
he's getting all of the love and attention that he so deserves. Um, and I think he's probably a lot less stressed having, you know, not having a crazy toddler running around and always being on edge. So, um, we're really happy about that. And the woman who adopted him, um, is so sweet and she, um, sends us updates, um, and pictures periodically, um, which is hard, but it's also just so good to know that he's being so well taken care of and, um, it's, it's a really weird thing, and unless you've, like, dealt with it, it's hard to understand, but, you know, your pets are your family, and um, especially after that long, and I've never been in this situation before, like, the only way I've ever lost a pet before is because they died, and which is also, like, really hard and sad, but it's a whole different ball game when you know that they're alive and well and they have to go be in a different home when you love them so much. So um, it's definitely bittersweet, but we're so happy that he has a wonderful um, new uh, mom <laughs> and home to be in um, where he is going to be so well taken care of for the rest of his days. So who we... So, in the midst of all of that is kind of where we're at now with, um, you know, all of these murders that have been happening of these innocent black people, George Floyd, um, this revolution that is currently taking place. And like I said, like, I think for me personally, like my heart was just in a place where I was ready to, to, to kind of look within myself and realize that I have a lot to learn and a lot to unlearn. And, um, you know, I don't, I probably haven't been doing things the right way. And I, I want, I hope that, I can figure that out, but it's just, it's been a wild, it's been a wild ride these last three months, and I've said it on my Instagram before um, in videos and posts, but I am committed to doing the work that needs to be done for myself to be actively anti-racist and to um, stand up for the people who are being actively oppressed in our country and that a system that was built to work against them. And it's hard because, I mean, there's so many different angles and it's, it's complicated. But at the end of the day, in my opinion, what this really comes down to is an issue of human rights and I will stand by that. Um, and like I said, I am going to be having guests on in the near future, um, to kind of talk about this more, but I just couldn't, I didn't feel okay about, you know, not mentioning it or at least, you know, giving some of my thoughts at least, um, I know that the majority of the people who listen to my podcast and follow me on Instagram are white. Um, so, um, 
I just I hope that I'm conveying this message in a way that is uh, constructive and not hateful and um, I don't know there's a lot of work that needs to be done in myself and I think in society but uh, it's there's a lot of good I mean I I have been making you know a lot of new friends just via Instagram and following um, different accounts and and learning so many things and seeing so many beautiful things um, learning about so many other beautiful cultures and uh, just people and and yeah I mean it's very obviously it's controversial and people have very strong feelings but I mean it's just like anything else I mean it's oh gosh I'm sorry I'm like totally stumbling over my words but I th- I think I think you guys know me enough to know like where my heart is at and where my intentions are at and um we will have more conversations about this uh soon with people who know what they're talking about a lot more than I do. I mean, I'm like a newborn baby in this, so I'm still figuring it all out, but um, I am actively doing the work that I need to do to, you know, listen and to educate myself. So, wow. So that's where we're at. It's, we're in phase two. And although, this phased plan for coming out of quarantine is supposed to be, you know, four phases or whatever. Like even being in phase two feels like a huge step. Um, oh, I forgot. I'm not, I didn't forget, but I didn't mention that I went to this, uh, Black Lives Matter solidarity rally in Bellingham on Saturday, which was one of the most incredible things I've ever experienced. Um, I mean, we are we are literally living in a major time right now that is going to be in history books that our children are going to be learning about, hopefully, in school. And I want to remember as much as I can. And, you know, I want to raise Lennox to be actively anti-racist and to stand up for for others and to, you know, be bold and fight for justice for all. And, um, yeah, so we went to this rally on Saturday in Bellingham and I think it, it ended up being like over 5,000 people there. They're guessing close to 7,000 and it was just... It was beautiful and heartbreaking and eye-opening and just all these things wrapped into one. Just hearing members of our community, um, black people, um, indigenous people, uh, talking about their real life experiences and sharing, sharing their art with us and, you know, dance and song and a spoken word, um, all these things. And just to see the unity there, um, was just really incredible. And just the push to just keep that momentum going. And yeah, it's, it was, it was really awesome. Um, so I've kind of, you know, it's setting me up for now I'm going back to work and, you know, entering back into just 
semi-normal life again and being around other people that I don't live with and and seeing people face to face and not behind, you know, the screen of my phone and really learning and growing and, and taking action steps in my real life um, to just be better and to do better. And so I, I it, it's going to be really interesting to see you know, how the next few months and years unfold. But I'm, that's another thing. I'm super grateful for this podcast is just kind of almost like a, like a time capsule or like a, like an audio journal of just life and, and things that are happening and, you know, things that I might not remember or details I might not remember, you know, in a few years that I'll always, I can always come back to and and listen to and remember and have. So, whoo, we, yeah. So I'm I'm really excited. I'm going to start again doing my weekly schedule for the podcast. I'm scheduling guests again. Um, I'm super pumped for that. Um, I guess I forgot to do a bothered thing. I can't be bothered really by Corona anymore because quarantine is basically over. Okay, well, here you go. Um, let's see. I am bothered and I don't want to say anything too obvious like you know racism because duh but um what am I bothered by I'm bothered by a lot you guys know that but I think today today I'm bothered by the mask I have to wear (laughs) and listen I don't have to, I'm, I'm not saying that I don't think I should have to wear a mask at work. I totally understand why I have to, but the masks we wear, like my face gets so hot and sweaty and it like rides up into my eyes while I'm trying to cut hair and I'm like constantly have to be readjusting it and it is so annoying. Um, but I mean, I don't know, that's kind of a dumb thing and it's like really not even that big of a deal, but that's I guess that's going to be my thing. I'll I'll have a better one next week, but yeah. So, if you've made it this far, if you're still listening, um thank you. <laughs> and uh thank you for for all of your support as always and be looking forward to some really awesome guests coming up here in the near future. And yeah, thanks for listening to Bleached and Bothered. TGIF. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. And uh, oh, if you haven't gone and left a five star rating and written a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, please do that. Uh, but yeah, other than that, follow us on Instagram. You know, you know the drill. You know the you know what to do. You know what to do. Um, okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'll talk to you guys next Friday. Love you so much. Bye. Thank you.